0: Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes.
1: Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the outdoor zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse.
0: There's a place up ahead, and I'm going just as fast as my feet can back. Come away, come away, if you're going. Leave the sinking ship behind. All right, we we've come made it. Ride. Yet again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's that time. Welcome. It's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 1049 The Horn, a flagship station for UT Sports. My name is TJ
0: Graney. That is. I'm Cody Ryan, and with us this morning, Beefsteak, Salt Dog, Twisting Mm -hmm. Wires. He opened the gate, got everything going for us
3: and uh we stoked
2: that old pot belly stove yeah, on took this a little rainy extra. day
3: there was a leak in the roof too yep. i noticed that one big surprise there yeah hadn't rain <sighs> in
0: about two years and uh, we get a little bit of rain and we got a leak <laughs> that's how
3: you find them that mohair carpet is all soaked now <laughs> <laughs> that wall-to-wall shag we got uh-huh. in here all yeah, right that was a gross idea anyway <laughs> <laughs> live animal skin and you got a special oh, that, guest that, that, in there. That
2: house. goes with our that that actually fits with our Peter report today. So you got You got to hang around to hear the Peter report. But yeah, this morning it's uh man. It's a full bunkhouse. We have a good dear friend of ours, Joe Don Mays, is in the bunkhouse tonight, this morning, today.
0: <laughs> this <laughs> morning. Man, I yeah. heard, I'm trying to do. You're as tired as uh, <laughs> as I am. I guess I I officially 100% wore you out.
3: Woo. Spending the, drive. the week
0: on the Bassmaster Open with me on the road. Yes, the drive back
2: was quite the experience. Thank goodness that well, you, you allowed just, us to stop and spend a few hours
0: on the way back. And getting
3: those boudin balls? What do you
0: mean on the way back? What do you mean it was quite the experience? Well, I, mean, I like I, to get down the road. You do get down the road. <laughs> that Chevy truck pulls that boat. When down I'm the going road. home, when I'm going home, and I've been looking at you all week, I know there's something Would prettier I at the other end of that been
4: road. Looking at you all week, <laughs> man. This I know is there's something all oh, yeah, it was. Uh,
0: it was well, <laughs> it, was it was funny. It was funny because you were saying you said, "Hey, we ought to like stop at a nice park or a like picnic <laughs> rest area
3: and like just the two of us." get and, and like, have our lunch <laughs> yeah and
0: like pull out all the lunch stuff and like set up and I'm like I'm thinking, why, why don't you just crawl in that back seat, put that gum lunch together? We make, we'd still be burning, burning payment up. What's the point of stopping? And, and that's what happened.
3: So you need that camper bad. You could have stuck him back there yeah. in the camper. Oh, would that, all. Made that sandwiches. sandwiches. I
2: would not want to be in the camper in the back. It's what? like riding and standing up in the back of his truck while you're going down the road. You could
3: make steakums on the way and chili. That'd be great. George uh, Foreman Grill. be
0: fun. No? Well, now, we had uh, quite the adventure. I think uh, it was just the right amount of time. You were just about fed up with being around me. I could tell the well, so, tensions were high. But he high. got a lot that done. Lot of, he, got,
3: so, he got a lot done for you, though. Uh, I mean, I was, I saw a whole list I, was,
2: of I was a bass caddy. Yes. <laughs> and... Like, and I did a good job. I think I set the bar pretty high for bass
0: caddies across the world. He did a very good job. Um, it, and It's and an I, important job. I, 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 I want to thank you. That was awesome. I, uh, it, I don't know what I'm going to do. Next month, I've got another event It's just a four-dayer. Joe Don, Don, what are you doing? Don?
3: <laughs> I'm thinking Joe Don here. Does
0: somebody want to pick up the slack, make my lunch every day, cover the boat, plug the boat in.
3: And get new tires for you or run, whatever that was.
0: Run errands throughout the day that I need done, you know, rotating tires. Right. Laundry. That, your truck. Oh, my laundry. I came home with only one pair of dirty clothes. All the rest were all
3: clean. So your very, very, very pregnant wife was probably very, very, very happy yes she
0: was she was is I it said, really four days look you don't have that much to clean <laughs> <laughs> but you still got to put all these away now no, so don't four
3: let her days that. huh four five how what? many you got left uh, tournaments? What? No, I'm talking <laughs> baby, baby. Oh, yeah,
0: this is a
1: tournament, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Life long tournament. Uh, sorry, Nicole. <laughs> Didn't mean to put him in that spot uh, to yeah, answer that question wrong. You know,
0: yeah. uh, three days till the due date for our for my first child. So by the next time, I was thinking last night as I was doing some show prep and and searching around. What's by that? next show? By next week's show, I should have a. To be daddy. Little baby bunkhouse. Bunkhouse baby. Bunny, a bunkhouse
3: bun, bunny, baby, baby, little, yeah, a little one. That's
2: gonna be something else. It's all fit and change. I hope y'all
0: are here next week for the bunkhouse because if I sleep in or something happens, no, that ain't. And you're gonna accidentally you oversleep. gonna <laughs> roll out
2: and tell that story. That's what you're gonna do. well I was walking through, bring the her in,
3: bring her in,
2: yeah, bring that baby in. Come on,
3: I'm bringing her in this journey. I think Joe Don's. Uh, <laughs> I think Joe Don's mic is broken. I I don't think it's working. No, he's 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 lip locked. When you
2: when you
4: you know you get to a certain place, you, your words are few, but they're wise. <laughs> <laughs> when does that happen? Plus, <laughs> jumping in and you know finding a spot to jump in with this crowd is kind of hard to <laughs> do, man. Oh, it's elbows. So, you any, just elbow in. what Come are on.
2: the Okay, so words of wisdom for us young guys on this whole kid thing,
0: baby
4: thing. Us young <laughs> Oh, I laughed when Cody said, uh, you know, if I sleep in next week, your you're sleeping in is over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep hearing. Everybody kept saying, uh, get all the sleep you can, get all the sleep you can right now before the bed. You know, when you start telling people that and you raise their anxiety to a level that is unmanageable, that nobody gets any sleep. So if everybody would just shut up, wow. relax. <laughs> no, and it was cute. Uh, when uh, We were at the, at the Bass
2: Tournament and uh, the Bass Masters Open. Yeah. And uh, during weigh-ins and the launches, it's so fun because the families come down. They watch their you know, dads or sons or whoever, grandpa go off. And there's a, a little girl there, a little redhead girl. And she's probably three or four or something like that, tiny little thing. And she had a matching fishing jersey.
3: Was that the grandpa?
2: Yeah, her yeah. grand yeah, the grandpa. I actually
3: watched the way in, Cody. I just want to let you know.
2: Man. Wow. Yeah.
3: Live online and when he came across the stage I was yelled in my office. I was like, Hey, he knows me <laughs> It was quite funny. Yeah. But anyway, so the matching it was pretty cool how grandpa walked her up on the stage and Oh, this is your fishing buddy. Oh, yeah, she does pretty good. Oh, yeah. was, he was really proud. And yeah. I
0: believe uh, there's one of the angler's daughters or granddaughters that wears or that holds the uh, flag. Flag every, every morning, tournament. Really? Every morning for yeah. the uh, national anthem. She's She's been the flag holder the last year or so for every tournament. So that's kind of cool. That's and cool.
3: That, that's what we need is to get more kids involved like that with parents that just little You know, of course, with your I went to the NRA friends of the NRA banquet where we uh, represented KOZ. But man, the the age frame and the demographics there were not younger people. Yeah. And we need younger people to stand up because, you know, what's going on. They're just waiting a time period where, (laughs) hey, if we can just keep a gap going for 10 years with the Second Amendment or with the hunting, then it'll get real quiet and nobody will do it. And then it'll just kind of. Well, take, they should have
2: I I was shocked they should have had the 4H folks and the other uh, yeah. people there that have been there in the past I I was a little shocked about that.
0: So we left we left town last week uh, last Saturday I guess we left and I I was watering my house foundation <laughs> to try and keep the house from falling into a sinkhole of dry cracked land. We get to Mississippi probably before Alabama and we start noticing man everything is green and lush we get to Alabama and I as a owner of a landscape company on the side <laughs> I do this radio <laughs> thing all the whole time but
3: uh, just call 541-7755 I, I
0: uh, noticed the landscape you know in Alabama was just absolutely beautiful everything was green and lush and growing and uh i thought man we commented on it all week you know just like man how clean and you know crisp and green everything is well then coming home we heard y'all got a little bit of rain back here but coming home all day yesterday it never turned brown like it did on the drive out everything turned green it was was all
3: the way home so it's green there and green in your pocket
0: well, no. Mm-hmm. There's when it's raining, you can't make any <laughs> wow. money. Well,
3: it's gonna turn right.
0: So, uh, no. no. So I'll explain that's that not to how you it later. Works. And not
3: that. shout out,
2: <laughs> shout out to the folks at Lake Logan Martin. You want to talk about a well-done park? Oh, uh, that uh, the their
0: city park in Pell City, Pell City, Pell City Lake Park, uh, Pell City,
2: Alabama, and it was the Pell City Park where they had this event. Beautiful park. I mean, the way they laid out this park, they had, you know, baseball fields on one side, but they had a walking trail. You'd love this, Joe Don, a a one mile (laughs) walking trail. Oh, man. And I mean, it was for running, walking. Three pines. It was absolutely stellar. And the way they kept up with the park and everything, I found the maintenance supervisor. He said, I've been here 18 years. And, uh, and, friend, and my guys are the best guys you could ever ask for. Man. And I mean, just, it was, it was cool. De- definitely a shout out. Mm. Cause, and I really thought, you know, this is a, this is a layout of a park. This is a kind of park that it, it invites people in and there's so much to do in this kind of park, especially with the lake there Yeah, and they, and they had built a beach there. You know, they brought in sand and made a beach there and it was just so shout out to Pell city alabama for your parks department and i know they probably never hear
0: this but they, Aust- hey austin sure they will. go
2: take a look at what that what they did
0: it is pretty hey on the flip side we've got a few uh adventure stories i've got a few to tell you plus we've got your outdoor news of the weird we got a saltwater report coming in from the coast all that and more you get it only one place right here every sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m it's the outdoor zone Live in the Bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
1: American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother TJ.
2: Whack 'em and stack 'em, would ya? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, seven to nine, right here on one o four nine, the Horn Sun Auto Service family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978 they work hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new each and every person sun autom that works at sun automotive work they work hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want each and every person sun automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and we want to to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance and repairs so you were there this week i'm gonna be
0: you're gonna be there this Monday. week. your
2: mom came from yeah. arkansas she had a,
0: yeah she had a light come up on her dashboard her car started running funny and they took care of her and it was cheaper than the she said man that's cheaper than the dealer that's for sure and she's up and running and her car can now make it back. To Sun Arkansas. Auto
2: Service, that's where we go to get our vehicles worked on. Uh the little family locations at 405 West slaughter Lane, there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, there's one at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com for more and you can follow them on Facebook too. They do a lot of specials up on facebook sun auto service
0: so we're talking last week we had mentioned about the bear sign that we saw in northeastern louisiana
2: which we looked on the way back home and not a not a bear
0: well we saw the bear we saw the bear sign it said next 12 miles bear crossing in northeastern louisiana you're going wait did we just see that correctly and uh, on the way back, saw it again. And that that's picture on their bear sign in Louisiana is not like a little black bear, little pretty black bear. That is like a grizzly bear, like a killer is it, grizzly. Is it up in the air? Like <laughs> no, but it's like got, got like claws, giant rolls. You know, it's fat, big, what? <laughs> giant bear anyway so, so we, I, was, we I was looking in the trees Man. i was thinking maybe one climb up in a tree to try and get i was some looking honey. in the in the crop fields you know thinking <laughs> he'd just be sitting there in the middle
3: that's why he didn't want to stop for a nice little picnic jellystone park you know the whole yeah they still are picnic basket <laughs> and then we don't have any lunch <laughs> yeah, so yucky.
0: anyway no bear sighting again in northeastern louisiana i know it was a it's weird. It seems like you would see just see them.
3: You got to look for scat. We did see, scat, right? We, we did see uh, it, Joe Dunn? some yeah. deer. Scat. Yeah, was, we
2: did finally saw a few deer. We didn't, you know, this whole trip. We didn't see a
0: lot of deer this whole trip. But the deer that we saw the couple of deer that we saw were giants
3: in alabama
0: yeah just that whole area had some yeah. big yeah, body I don't know deer. What that is. you know 250 pound does <laughs> and you're like good you, night. did you
3: hear what they do they have a for one month they have a one deer a day, a day. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we got family yeah. that lives crazy? There. and yeah, there's certain
2: places it. they do shotgunning deer too yeah dogs so hey
0: who ended up winning Justin Atkins ended up winning young guy uh, out of uh, won the Forcewood Cup, fishes the FLW Tour, fishes the Opens this year. Uh, he uh, won the FLW Cup last year, and uh, great fisherman, great young guy. Uh, really keen on his graphs, on his you know Man, being able to of read these the guys, graphs. The way they read the. Topo maps and it's not topo maps. That's old school.
2: <laughs> well, no, <laughs> he was talking <laughs> about how he had actual maps that he well, worked yeah, for a company that he studied.
0: Yeah. There's some online stuff that are just like the just like the graphs on your I mean, I guess they are topo style maps. Yeah. Well, that's well, wow. the topography of the bottom of the lake is yeah. what he was talking okay. about. Now,
3: you yeah, too. Right. You too. Just stop it. Okay, we know so, you had a long ride. Coosa River spots.
0: <laughs> There's only one place in this world that you can catch a Coosa River spotted bass, and that is on that chain, that Coosa River chain. And I'll tell you what, I've heard about them before. I'd never caught one until we were down there. And those things, they may only weigh a pound and a half, but they pull like you got a six pounder on, and they are mean mean little boogers they got an ugly look on their face they when got pull little in. teeth on them they got yeah they got <laughs> it's it's a bad deal they got arms they'll reach out and punch you um but they are mean <laughs> fighters man and and a lot of fun to catch real aggressive little boogers and uh so caught a lot of coosa river spots if you're a bass fisherman if you're a fisherman at all fisher woman at all it's definitely one you want to put on your hit list i think i mean it's It's unique. It's kind of like here in Central Texas where we have the Guadalupe bass, you know, the guads. You can only catch them here in Central Texas, nowhere else in the world can you catch a Guadalupe bass. But uh, that's the same thing for a Coosa River spot. So something you definitely need to put on your list if you're an angler. Beautiful place. You can
2: go up there and you can get, you know, rent little houses on the lake there. and Little houses.
0: Or yeah, well, Mansions. <laughs> it
2: is a very wealthy waterway. I mean, the houses around there were just stellar. But there was some little ones tucked up and down. And oh, yeah. one of the anglers told me that they were uh, staying in an old converted smokehouse. Yeah, huh? and it was like an old cabin, and it was. They just said it was s- stellar. Huh. And then, and then, who was the guy? Because he ended up placing in the top couple of. Spots the guy who an elite fisherman has a ninety thousand dollar bass boat, and he was fishing out of a little uh, five hundred dollar aluminum oh, boat.
0: Keith Poche he uh, is notorious for when they don't have boat rules, like the Bassmaster Opens don't have doesn't have a rule like the Elite Series does, where you start in one boat at the beginning of the year, you have to use that boat all year long, which is. Uh, a rule that the Bassmaster opens does not have. So you can switch boats throughout the year, change boats throughout the year. Uh, Keith Pochet shows up in a aluminum. It's like a 16-foot aluminum with like a 40-horse you know, 88 Evan root on the back of it. Yeah, and you look
2: at him, and I knew nothing about him, and I'm going judgmental on him. I'm looking at him like, oh, man, some there's a co-angler going to be
0: real unhappy he got stuck with that guy. <laughs> well, and most of the co-anglers are real unhappy that they're stuck riding in that boat. But he, uh, he brings it to a lot of tournaments, a lot of river tournaments and stuff. Yeah, he's got a, a fully loaded bass boat back home that he uses on the Bassmaster Elite Series. but. When he rolls up to some of these tournaments, he shows up in this aluminum boat. I don't know why he brought it this time. He said because he, he can get back further in the creeks. I don't know what creeks those are that he's trying to get back into. Uh, but anyway, he brought yeah he brought his little and aluminum his, boat and he made the top twelve cut and took a big check and his co anglers every day.
2: You know you could see like they're kind of skeptical going <laughs> towards it at at four thirty in the morning.
0: Well, because you're not sure if it's going to start. Well, they had morning. problems with it.
3: <laughs> <that. laughs> well, with <laughs> pull start, so and then a lot to... of
0: the guys would give him giving him a hard time because they said, "Look, you know, we break our boats. We have service crews there, right? That can service your stuff, get you turned around." And man, those service crews are good. That was cool. And it's it's like a pit cruise for NASCAR or whatever, and uh, so it's it's awesome to have. But they, a lot of the guys were giving them a hard time, like Keith. You break an 88 route, ain't nobody here going to have parts to fix that thing. So why do you keep bringing that old thing? Well, and he had
2: some problems, and he was having to work on it. But yeah. but you see it way in when those guys come in, and, and this guy's got a big bag of fish, and his, his co-angler, you know, the the guy who's just kind of on the back of the boat taking the ride, uh, coming in with three big fish in his bag, you know. And So
3: it's true. It's not the size of your boat that counts.
2: No, it's, it it <laughs> okay. it was uh it was a cool deal. Come I on, was Jogal. pretty impressed. And there's yeah. another guy who's fishing out of a real high end uh aluminum boat. There's a couple of aluminum boats. Yeah, his that run. wife yeah. his wife said that he was selling his fiberglass boat and going straight aluminum. And, you know, I mean it's Yeah. It, it was it was a different kind of and I could see that it wasn't probably eighty or $90,000 for that one. It was probably in the 40s, you know, and yeah. so, it seemed like a fine
3: boat to me. Was it a lot of dock fishing over there? I-
0: Lots of docks. Uh, the fish weren't on the docks very good for me. I know there were specific docks that some of the locals said they had been catching fish on, but a lot of... Uh, Uh, brush piles, the fish were on a lot of brush piles, a lot of shallow fishing. There's some shallow grass, uh, some of the bigger fish were coming out of. So I was fishing a brush pile at one point on the first day. I'd had a limit. I was fishing for a, I needed a bigger, a bigger fish, you know, start calling up. And I looked down and my line kind of has like this little kink in, in part of it, you know, kind of this weird, I'd made a long cast. Okay. And I'm looking down, and I kind of got this little kink thing going on in my line. So I reach up about halfway up my rod, and I kind of pull on both sides of it, and it pink! My line breaks. I think, holy cow, that ain't good. You know, I need to. And I'm trying to process what to do at this point. Like, because I have this a ton of line out in the middle of the lake, but I just broke my line in half, and now I got to pull. Am I going to pull this line in with my hand? Or, well, at that point, I have that end of the line in my hand, you know, that's going out into the lake, and I feel thunk, tap-tap. And I went, oh, <laughs> no, that's surely not. And so I reach up and grab the end of my line, and I jerk it like I'm setting a hook. but And sure and you enough, were, and I start, oh, my gosh, that's a fish. And I start pulling that thing in by hand over hand over hand, pulling that string in, and uh, ended up being the, if not the biggest fish that that I had in my first day bag, the second biggest fish that I had in my bag <laughs> that first day, and I just pulled him in by a hand by a string often. and dropped him in the boat. Thought, that, there's no that's... rules
3: uh, against that, or <laughs> I mean, I guess if your line breaks, it breaks. I mean,
0: yeah, my line but... broke. I, I mean, I was just hand lining it in. So, so Joe Don, when you cool. were fishing, one of the things
2: we're going to do is we're going to talk about a your trip to Alaska, your two weeks on the river and the Outback Alaska, but did you you guys didn't fish out of the boat at all, did you? You
4: we did a little bit when we were going from one campsite to the next. We'd fish in the river out of the boat, so were they catch al- trout aluminum along the boats way. Uh, uh, no uh, rafts inflatable oh, rafts, rafts, okay, man. yeah
0: <laughs> you don't want to get a hole in one of
4: those uh, no, no, you'll be treading water and freezing water. Yeah.
2: Well, and it was, this is your kind of weather. I was thinking, oh, man, you're right at home. Oh, man. A little it bit rained, on me, rained
4: on me every day for 12 days on the river. Oh, I can't wait
0: to hear that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming up at 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'd rather hear Doing it than it. live through it. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. I, I thought,
2: well, you you mean, know, when I was on the mountain, when we were on the mountain and it was raining and hailing and stuff, and it 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 went away. You know, the sun came out eventually the next day, or right. Uh, but to think, if if I'd had to get up every day, knowing that I was not able to get off that mountain, that it was just get up and find that smile and have a good day, because we're going down the river just a little bit further. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We got news of the weird. We got Captain Gordon calling in.
0: Yeah, all that and more right here at the Outdoor Zone, live at the Munkhouse. Uh, you get it only one place right here every Sunday morning. You can now find us on iTunes. Just look up the Outdoor Zone right here on 104.9 The Horn, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. i'm andy morgan and i fish FLW. does get here listening to the outdoor zone
2: all right hon, hon, hon. welcome back it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse i'm tj granny this is the number one outdoor show on radio, us guys here in the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store: fresh and delicious meats of every flavor—venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. Auto. Let's see here. What is our
3: Sun Auto Service? We just did that one, but you know they're so good. You can, uh... archery
2: country. There's a certain point in every hunter's life where they step into the next level and begin to hunt with a bow. Man, what? To, uh,
0: we're like three weeks out. My buddy Robert leaves for elk season scouting to today or tomorrow. No, to, oh, this afternoon he leaves this afternoon uh, for elk our, hunting scouting with his bow.
3: Our our buddy Clint, he's up in. We asked him if he wanted to work this weekend and do a little cleanup. You know, at the bunkhouse, he said, I'm in Colorado. I'm El cutting
2: Man. Hunters and not hunters alike are enjoying the sport of archery, and there's only one true archery shop in Austin, Archery Country. The very best brands, Matthews, Elite, and Hoyt. All the gear, targets, arrows, accessories are on-site and available for professional installation. Uh, go see our buddies over at Archery Country. They can help you with every step of the archery journey they're at 8121 Research Boulevard. Uh, you can find them. Just track them at dot com. And we're going to have uh, Alan McGraw, one of the owners of Archery Country and one of our dear friends. He's going to be on the show here in the next week or two. And uh, he's just getting back. I think he was in Norway or someplace killing a ram. <laughs> I mean, the guy goes and chases those rams up mountains and uh, – yeah and he just had a successful hunt and so we're going to get him in here to talk about sticking things with the archery uh with with the bow and until mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. we've
0: got a report coming straight out of rockport area our buddy captain gordon taylor's hey. online with us
1: captain yeah. taylor Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? Hey,
2: well, you are sending over the... You said something, uh, Captain Gordon Taylor is the Outdoor Zone Guide on the Texas coast coming out of Rockport area. And uh, one thing, Gordon, you said something this week, I noticed, and you said, I can't wait for the first front to come in. Tell tell me about that thought.
1: Oh, I'm ready. It's a sign (laughs) of... even better fishing coming up too now because all you got to do is get that first little cold front come in and fishing will light up like crazy it did the other day with those pictures i sent you um first spot we were going to stop at the wind we had no wind when we left the dock and when i stopped at my spot we had a light north wind which was crazy but it's welcomed so i knew where to go and so when i went behind the refineries and in side, We had Reds just stacked up in there, and we were just catching them nonstop with the group I had.
0: Oh, man. I know. Here's the problem that I had, Captain Gordon. This is Cody Ryan, by the way. On the way home, uh, TJ and I were doing some driving, some traveling. On the way home, you were sending those text messages while TJ was driving, so I was checking them on his phone. And it was not good for me. Now I'm all twisted up, need to get down there and get my line stretched
2: a little bit. <laughs> it was good. Hey, I uh, don't want to go too far off the topic, but um, but it is on the topic. Uh, Salt Dog, our producer here, wants to know about that shark that was caught
0: down there off the jetty. That 793-pound tiger shark. Did you hear about that one?
1: Oh, I sure didn't hear about that one. I heard about the great big hammerhead someone caught down towards Padre and where they tried to revive it, but didn't. And then after they couldn't revive it, they took all the meat off and then they donated it to the people of Corpus Christi over there. I I heard that story,
2: man. I I like that one. What's up with all these ginormous (laughs) sharks that are getting caught? It seems like just in the last year, there's just a bunch of really big shark being caught. I mean, we know they're there, right? I mean, they didn't. They're Uh, not. It's not new.
1: No, no, it's not new. They're they're always out there. Heck, I used to. I've had them go by me while I'm surf. uh, While I was surfing back in the day, and then also while I was wade fishing, I've seen plenty of shark even go by me while I'm wade fishing out there, and it it'll it'll wake you up.
2: We've had them. We've had them uh, tear our fish off our stringers when we're wading out there. We've had them bite our. Bite our fish in half. I don't like any oh, yeah. part of that. No, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> so right now, right now, Gordon, uh fishing's Captain Gordon Taylor is down in the Rockport area and fishing is good. Fishing is gonna just turn on. And uh, what about lodging or how are our friends doing in the Rockport area with lodging and, and coming coming back from all that?
1: Well, it's still a slow process. There's still uh, none of the condos are up, and they're getting some of the hotels and motels back up. And uh, But this time of year, what really gets nice is that everybody's out doing the, the hunting thing, like you're saying. So there's very few boaters on the water now, and that makes it even better for the fishing out there because there's not that much pressure, and it's really enjoyable. Even the other day when I went out, I saw three boats on the water all day while we were fishing.
0: And mm, the fishing and the fishing is phenomenal in the fall. It can be some of the best fishing of the year.
3: Mm, oh, that brings it, up it an idea. easy.
1: It is great. You don't have to buy. Right now, we're even switching with the baits. I mean, croaker season is just about over with because they're getting too big, and um, I'm just using shrimp, and that's easy. And then also, when I get the really good fishermen too that want to get out of the boat and wade and use artificial. I mean, right now you got the best of both worlds. You want to use uh, live shrimp under quartz, or do you want to go wading, and it's uh, it's easy, it's easy right now. It really is. It's is so much fun.
2: Salt and dogs over there shaking head. Are,
1: yeah, and then <laughs> the temperatures are dropping too, and it's comfortable.
2: Well, Captain like Gordon Taylor, thing. what number do they use to get in touch with you? Now is a great time to book that trip, or even even get a. Uh, get a trip and and buy one in advance and give it to you as a gift to somebody. Um, But now's the time to go take a break from the – and dove hunting's probably going to be a little scattered right now anyway with all the rain (laughs) and water everywhere. Uh, I'd be very apt to slide down and spend a night in the Rockport area and fish a day with Captain Gordon Taylor. How do they get in touch with you?
1: Well, just – The easiest way is just call me on my cell phone at 361-319-0099 or just look me up on Facebook, too. That's the two easiest ways to find me. And give me a call. Let's let's get out there because it is beautiful weather, nobody out there, and plenty of fish are asking for you. So let's go.
3: I think there needs to be a little research done, T.J., the research but department from department the show
1: needs to go needs down to that go
4: down direction.
2: And, uh, <laughs> Gordon
3: Taylor's been inviting us for two
2: years. We just have to go yeah. down there. He's well, you're so he's dang busy all
3: the time going being a bass caddy and, you know, all that. <clears throat> yeah.
2: Gordon Taylor, thank you, brother. And uh, watch over those little grandkids and take care of the coast for us. And if you need if you need something down there, you make sure you call us.
1: I will, but you guys make it a point, y'all. Y'all give me a couple of dates, and let's make this work and get y'all on the water, okay? September,
3: right. October. What do you think? Or huh? <laughs> are both? I got to pin. I got to pin TJ down. All right, we're we'll,
2: we're gonna do that. We'll do that. Cam Gordon and and man, we sure do love you. Be careful out there on the water, and watch out for watch our coast for us. Watch out for everything. I will
1: do, and you guys take care. Thank you, buddy. So uh, that
3: that tiger shark was it was caught during a. Uh, shark uh, tournament, so uh, on the jetty uh yeah, Off but it was jetty. surprising. I think the the whole point of it was how surprising it really was that it was so close, you know
0: we were talking about uh want to hold over our news of the weird we were talking about uh dove season and the rain, and yeah, it seems like every single year this happens. I was talking to a buddy before. Before dove season started, before we left town, and uh, I said, "Man, I, we really need to get some rain. I got to get this grass, you know, greened up. I got to get, you know, I've got separation cracks going from my house and foundation, and I've got to get some rain up in here." And he goes, "Oh, dove season starts this weekend. It'll rain. It'll rain. You know, coming up. It always yeah, does. Every the- single." time well, sure so
3: enough guess who's going dove hunting this afternoon good luck yeah no it it'll then. clear up it'll be great i hope it does the problem
0: it, it's not a no. matter of it clearing up what happens is is every little puddle you know you hunt water in the afternoons for dove and every little puddle every little nook and cranny now has water in it so you're, you're going to fun, you're gonna have to
2: hunt my front yard if you're going to be successful.
0: <laughs> yeah, your little pond. Of course, you...
2: Trey Webb uh, is out first day of opening opening day, and he's like at seven fifteen. He sends back. He's got
0: a limit. Oh yeah, you some know, of those so guys that are really officially... have it figured out, you know, and hunt the. Old, uh, you know, fields that grain fields and stuff that have been harvested. I mean, that's the place to go for your doves. You Joe know.
4: Don, have you dove hunted at all?
0: You done uh, some birds? Just
4: hunting? one time, one time. Yeah. Remember, I'm a late bloomer and all this hunting, fishing thing. <laughs> man. Remember that? Uh,
2: <laughs> well, we got I some, love it. We got some dove hunting that we're going to do out at uh, out in Marble Falls area. Hopefully, here in in the next week or two once it so dries up be ready needs to dry up a little. Uh, bit. I just
3: i just wanted to let you all know someone cared enough to ask me and my dog to go so huh. <laughs> there we go well we didn't get the after invite. last so week so moving on no 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 you're not going to it's tonight. the outdoor no, zone
0: live at the bunkhouse uh we'll burn through our news of the weird plus we've got your game warden field notes and then joe don talks about alaska oh yeah the top of the hour you get it only one place right here it's the number one <laughs> outdoor radio show in all of the world at least Texas, right here on 1049 The Horn 247 the TheOutdoorZone.com.
4: Now everyone was getting so hungry the old one started feeling ill, and the weak ones started passing on. Young ones, they could not sit still,
0: and the preacher's voice rose high. I snuck up to the balcony and I crept into the choir. And I begged them, bro.
4: Hey, I'm Randall Tharp and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone Fish On.
3: Walk along the river, sweet love,
0: and just keep on. Welcome back. It is the outdoor zone brought to you this week by McBride's Guns. Oh no. I just tore my paper. I thought Has you all were... my commercials I've had for 7
3: years. Old school. Move <sighs> on. Move McBride's on.
0: Guns Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. Guys, gals, It's happening. The Texas New Year is upon us. You must have your rifles, your shotguns in all pristine condition. If you need a rifle or shotgun, McBride's is the place to go. Looking for ammunition? McBride's has it. they got an expert, experienced gunsmith right there on site that'll take care of any problems you're having. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years. The corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-472. Thirty-five, thirty-two, or online, mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop.
2: You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show on radio, right here on the Austin Radio Network, 1049 The Horn, flagship station for UT Sports. My name is TJ Grinny. That's Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is in oh, yeah. the house. Salt dog is the one. ranch hand that gets here early opens the gate and makes sure the old pot belly stove is going, pours a little water over the old... Coffee grinds and uh, and we have in the house with us Joe Don Mays and Joe Don just got back from a uh, two week adventure to Alaska and we're going to talk to him a little bit about his story uh, the the trip but first I wanted to start off with the the actual theme song to his trip
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: I thought it was gonna be banjos. Oh. <laughs> One day the guy on the buffalo
0: was cruising around through the flame, seen a bear. And he thought to himself, oh man, I gotta get away from the bear. Hope he don't chase. Oh no, he's gonna chase me. Oh know I better just turn around and chase him
1: back. Just guess what?
3: I'm on a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Man out of Buffalo. <laughs> oh anyway, I was just trying to find something that <laughs> yeah, was appropriate really for fun. a guy in the way back <laughs> woods of Alaska. So, Joe Don, um, okay, let's start off with you're a uh, your dear friend of the bunkhouse, all of us guys in here. We've been buddies for, for quite a few years. About um, 12 years, yeah. And uh, so you're uh, you were lived in Denver for many 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 years. Born and raised in West Texas, West Texas, Midland, Texas, Midland, Texas. Kicked around uh, through your younger years in Texas, and then ended up in Denver for twenty
4: five years. Twenty
2: five years, and uh, and you moved back here. You moved back here, and you kind of.
4: Kind of fell in with the wrong crowd.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, you guys, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I would definitely describe y'all as a bad crowd. And and we bad out. <laughs> yeah, come on. And uh, influential. Bad is good there. in today's you know yeah, vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, right. that's right. And
2: and uh, and fat. And in that time, uh, in that time, you started being around us. And one of the things that kind of started coming back up for you was. Uh, when you were born and raised in West Texas, um, your dad was a West Texas old man, hunted, fished, did all that outdoor stuff, but uh, had a an auto accident when you were real little, and that stuff kind of went away. And so when you came back here, you kind of started having an interest
4: in it, and we started doing some stuff. Went and did some deer hunting and... We we did. You know, it's that's uh you're going way back, but yeah, my dad was a fisherman. Uh he wasn't an old man in West Texas that means he owns the old wells. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh we did not own the old wells. We my dad worked on the old wells. So he was like a welder in the oil fields of West Texas and uh the man's man was was going fishing one day i was supposed to go with him and uh, robert e lee reservoir out in west texas you had to drive a long way to find water to fish in out there <laughs> and so uh but he had a real bad car accident and uh he never came home um he he died and so i was raised by an alcoholic stepfather but who never fished and never hunted, so it just kind of went away in my life for really most of my life. I was just about three when my dad died, and so uh you, T.J. Graney, kind of reintroduced me to my roots, my West Texas fishing, hunting roots, and I remember the day, first day I shot a deer. I was 60 years old and shot a deer for the first time. And blind with TJ Graney. and uh, but he acted like he was six.
0: Man, I just we got the video. I just remember the story, the excitement of that whole experience, and it was literally. I mean, there was no difference between the ten-year-old that shoots the first deer and Joe Don (laughs) that shot his first deer. That's exactly right. The excitement level, (laughs) just the pure joy. That was that was fun.
2: And, and, uh, and it wasn't by the way, it wasn't just one deer. Uh, every time he turned around, he shot a deer. Of course, it was all legal. We had plenty of MLD tags. But
4: uh, he was dropping them deer, deer and, 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 yeah, I was like, stop
2: killing you- deer. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's right. Oh, right. The deer slayer, <laughs> I think is what y'all call me. Weekend, so I, wanna,
2: I also want to, so a lot of people listening to the show know you as Jody Mays. Right. Jody right. Mays, and uh, right. and your given name by your father back uh,
4: back yeah. when you were born was Joe Don Flack. Now, that's a West Texas b- that's b- name right there. Joe that's right. Don and so Flack. if
2: you it, when when you're hanging out with us here in the bunkhouse, <laughs> we, we are we call
4: you lovingly Joe Don. Only my closest friends call me Joe Don.
3: But your and, professional uh, business name is Jody. And when we're in that's an, right, and when we're, we're in an
2: in, in t- uh, especially intense scene, it's Flack. <laughs> JDF, that's right. So that's right. That so anyway, is... you, you get your first deer and you start hanging out and you start collecting some
4: firearms. And <laughs> I do never owned stuff? a gun until I was over sixty. Took his grandson on a deer. And now hunt. I take my grandsons. They love to hunt and fish. My grandsons love to hunt and fish.
2: And so while you were in Denver, you had you have this really incredible buddy up there that uh, Wes. Wes. And uh, and Wes uh, was with you through your church and you know your time there in Denver and and uh, but Wes is he's a big time bird hunter and fisherman exactly and uh, and he came up with this idea to go fishing in Alaska. He did. He did. And so now walk us <laughs> through this trip to alaska i mean you know i can see Wes. Wes is a he's a he's a you know he's done well for himself he could he could have any lodge where you could just sleep in a cushy bed and walk to the edge of the river and fish for an hour or two and then walk back in and have a latte
4: but that is not <laughs> what this was that is not Wes garner uh he said to me uh Man, I'm, I want to take you on a bucket list adventure. And, uh, and was I, that
2: your bucket list or his? <laughs> well, it
4: was his for me. <laughs> but, so uh, why did he but, take you? Well, well, that's interesting. You say that, Don, because what he said was, I want you to go with me because you're the only guy that I could put up with for two weeks without wanting to kill him or not be his friend anymore. So that's just what he said. But got
3: yeah, to uh, run that test on a couple of people. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> right. right I, think, here.
4: I think after two weeks together on the river, we did decide to get a divorce. I think so. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but we're still friends. So that was one of my goals. There, Uh, I wanted to finish 12 days on the river and uh, 24-7 with one of my best friends in Denver and still be best friends when we got done. And uh, fortunately, we were able to do that. But his proposal was, man, I want to take you to Alaska and float a river and fly fish. Now, you think I'm this, you know, uh, experienced uh, fly fisherman, but I've been fly fishing two times. And both have been with Wes, and one of them was on the Bighorn River in Montana, and the other one is floating a river in Alaska. And so I'm really, Wes described it as, I'm ruined for life. I've I've done the two (laughs) greatest fly fishing (laughs) adventures. Pretty much. People fly from all over the world to fish the Bighorn River in Montana and to float the river in Alaska. And uh, and I've done both of those. That's the only two I've ever done. So I I learned quickly how to catch fish. Uh, we, we didn't – Wes said we weren't fishing. We were catching. That's right. And uh, in a 12-day period of time, we caught – we estimated 2,500 fish between uh, six of us. Holy cow. But you described it, uh, TJ. We – it was one of the hardest things I probably ever did physically because we floated the river, but we slept in little tents. Each of us had individual tents, and uh, and it rained on us every day. I think I saw the sun probably three hours of the total trip. It Holy was cold. Cow. It was low 40s and uh, rainy, and uh, it was hard to uh, – the weather was hard, but the fishing was great. Well, hey, hold that
2: thought because we're gonna take a break and come straight back. We wanna we wanna finish this story
0: out properly. Joe Don Mays on the flip side with the Alaska Adventure twelve days in a one-man tent pouring rain the entire time. But twenty five hundred fish? I gotta hear about it. You get it only one place right here every Sunday from seven to nine AM right here on the outdoor zone, always on iTunes plus uh, live right here on 1049 the horn and 24/7, 365 at 247365 at the outdoorzone.com